Hey everybody, welcome to Multi Multi, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is EJ Swanson. I'm joined by three of my great friends, as well as a special guest today, Mr. Joe Crab. Hey there. Miss Kim Schuler. Hello. And Mr. Trevor Callis, who unfortunately doesn't have a mic, but is sporting a wonderful blue, green, white, and red Italia soccer uh, hoodie today. Looks real good, Trev. And, <laughs> You're looking uh, great, I love Trev. It. <laughs> looks awesome, bro. Trev, you're the reason why we want to turn this into a video podcast. Yes. Because we're not going to give you a mic, but at least the people can finally see you. Indeed, man. We should post about him. He's pretty darn good looking. And, uh, and, and single. Potentially, I was going to say potentially single, but oh, Kim just went right after it. You think never know single. these days, Kim. Ooh. What? You never know these days. I know. Trevor, that's very true. He could be on the prowl. <laughs> He's shaking Welcome his head to at the <laughs> Well, if you haven't listened to Multi Multi before, um, our vision for the podcast is to equip churches who are entering into the space or are already into the multi-site student ministry uh, arena. And through that, we hope to equip and learn alongside of other people. And it's such a, um, a great opportunity. And Joe, we're kind of expanding that opportunity right now. We've joined a new thing. Why don't you tell the listeners about it? Yes. So we are now a part of the youth ministry podcast network. This is a podcast network that has five distinct podcasts with five distinct vo- uh, voices and focuses. Uh, we're joined by the Controlled Chaos podcast, Fringe Youth Worker podcast, uh, Why We Stayed, and Youth Ministry United. And incredible perspectives of ministry. I, I love what those guys are doing for the kingdom. And uh, although we have these different voices, our, our heart is all the same. And that is to equip and encourage and empower those who are looking to make an impact on this generation for the gospel. And so uh, make sure you check out the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Uh, check out any of those podcasts I just mentioned to get another list of them or to follow along with everything that's taken place with the network. You can follow us on all the social medias at Youth Ministry PN, Youth Ministry Podcast Network. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. And um, today we have a special guest on as a spotlight episode, um, our good friend, Mr. Chase Depew. Chase, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? We're we're, we're so great. We're we are so dandy, good. my friend. We are living our best life now. <laughs> All three of us are very fond of Chase. We love um, what he's sharing in the multi-site student ministry space. Chase and I go back probably about four years now um, from a mutual friend, Kevin Monahan, who's been at a number of great multi-site churches. And uh, Chase has continued to approve within this multi-site student ministry space that he is one of the leaders. He is one of the voices that is out there and sharing um, um, I've seen him at a number of different retreats recently for different camps and uh, churches, and I'm super stoked for him to be on today. Um, Chase, why don't you give us a little bit of um, background? Tell us what your position is like and a little bit about the church that you're at right now. Yeah, so um, the first, let me go back a little bit. I've been working in multi-site ministry now for about nine years. Um, started very young, uh, grew up in a church of about 150, so definitely not multi-site. But um, after college, went to a very large multi-site of about 27,000 people in Arizona and then uh, landed in Nashville for a minute at a church called Crosspoint. Yep. Um, is a multi-site ministry and then was at 12 Stone Church. And then now I'm at Crosspoint 
in uh, Niceville, Florida. And so a little bit of uh, my position, I, I oversee the student ministry here at Cross Point Church, and we have five locations, and I get the opportunity to directly uh, help the student pastors at each location, and then also um, oversee high school at our main campus directly. And so I oversee um, our team here at the Niceville campus. It's kind of our, uh, you could say, central or, or mothership sure. uh, of, of the church. And so I uh, get to oversee our fifth and sixth grade pastor, seventh, eighth grade pastor. And, and then we have um, admin and a student uh, worship director and then an associate. So uh, big team here at Niceville. And so it's just fun, man. We, we love what we do. And um, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting started. I've been here six months, so it's awesome. all new. That's awesome. And you guys have beach there. I see you surf all the time. You ride That's an electronic skateboard to work. Like what? I'm really jealous. I'm not that cool I, at all. <laughs> no, you're not. Wow. Well, here's the thing. It's uh, it's super it's super humid uh, on the way to work, so it, I just sweat it out. Um, but it's fun, and I, I love yeah. Hobbies here are a little different now. Um, being 15 minutes away from the beach, and uh, our our kids love it so much. Um, it's just kind of what we do. It's really cool. That's awesome. That's man. awesome, Chase. Uh, so it sounds like you've got quite uh, the experience under your belt with being at different churches and in the multi-site um, realm as well. So you've seen it happening in different contexts across the country. Um, now that you're at Cross Point in Florida, and feel free to share even from your experience at the other churches too, what is working yeah. well in your multi-site context? Um, or what is like the best thing that like, if you were to share with other churches in the multi-site world that you would champion and say, this is working great for us? Yeah, I love I love that you guys asked me to be be on this podcast because I, I think I'm in a unique season, and uh, maybe could just speak into uh, a unique season that maybe some of the other people listening are in. Um, but I'm fairly new to the church; been in here six months, and we um, this kind of position uh, evolved probably around five years ago. And so I, I told I told you guys we have multiple locations, and our locations are kind of uh they're close together so they're like 20 minutes apart mm -hmm. um so niceville is a fairly large like community but then there's also this campus called blue water that's actually in niceville and so uh it is like 10 minutes down the road and so it is a kind of a branch off of the niceville campus uh but the community really has taken shape to be known and these people they live in blue water but they're still in niceville if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. so they're still part of our community there's one high school that they all go to um a couple middle schools that they all go to but it's like separate locations so um we also have two campuses in a place called crestview and they're about 20 minutes apart they're called north and south crestview and so they go to crestview high school so one high school um, and they pull from a couple different middle schools in that same area. Okay. And so one of the, yeah, one of the, it's kind of unique. Um, and then we have a campus in Freeport, which is like 25 minutes away from uh, kind of everything as well. But these two communities, um, and I've talked to multiple student pastors about this before, but like our campuses are close and yet maybe your lean staff or you, you don't have enough um 
funds to, to hire a student pastor or you don't really want to do part-time right now. So what we've found is um, we're kind of combining forces. Hmm. So the Niceville campus um, here very soon, actually August 18th, um, we're combining with Blue Water. So we have a part-time student ministry pastor there. Okay. And he, he's pastoring about 15 to 20 students um, in high school. And then at the Niceville campus, we pastor about 125, 130 students. And so we're going to come together, but we're actually going to meet at the Blue Water campus because it's still in Niceville. We just feel like we can take more ground together. And so we're going to come together as one high school ministry. And then what's really neat is that South and North Crestview, they're doing the same thing. So they're one student ministry, but separate locations. And so in, in our context, like right now, that seems to be working really well for us. Yeah. Um, you know, within that chase, I, I totally believe in, um, critical mass. Um, the more critical mass you have with students, I think, um, you know, you even shared with me a a little bit about that uh, some time ago and, you and I had a discussion on it. I loved your perspective then, and I'd just love to now see how it's fleshing out. I think we talked about it uh, somewhere in the early 30s episode-wise um, for us, but but within that, um, you know, I, I think that's an awesome move. That, that sounds like a great plan. And it really, like, I think it champions this whole idea of your one church, you yeah. know? Like, you're in, you're in separate locations, but hey, we're still one church, and if we can you know, tackle, especially like we're a church of 5,000, right? And I think that, you know, smaller churches sometimes can't hire multiple staff members for different areas, uh, specifically student ministry. So how can we be strategic with some of the hours that we have and come together to get more out of the lean staff that we have? Got it. Um, if that makes sense. No, yeah. I, I think that's such a great perspective to bring because oftentimes, I, I think through this as we're interviewing individuals like yourself or uh, having conversations with others at large um, who do multi-site or even you know some of those conversations we were all having at Multi-Summit, it is, you know, it contextually, multi-site ministry looks so different for, for all of us who are doing it uh, from, from those areas that we're ministering in to even the way that that, uh, that church is staffed or that multi-site is staffed. And so um, it's always in, insightful and I think helpful to be able to hear, hey, we're kind of a lean staff in this way. We're so multi-site. We're kind of doing it in this different approach. And really you just see kind of, uh, uh, there's always, I feel like lessons to be learned as you have conversations with other guys and gals who are doing multi-site. And sounds like that's definitely something that you guys wanted to to work on and, and are working on. Uh, but is there anything else, you're six months into it, uh, is there anything else, uh, a problem or unique thing that you've uncovered as you came in that you uh, that you're beginning to work on or or thinking about uh, hey we have to address this over the next six months or so oh. yeah I think it's the um, I think it's the communication piece yeah I think communication is going to be like and is like so critical in this season because you have two heads of kind of the ministry. Uh, for example, the Blue Water Bay and then the Niceville. So I'm the high school lead for the Niceville campus. And then Taylor Nixon, who's our Blue Water Bay student pastor, he's the student lead for that campus. But yet we're leading one high school ministry. And so um, his role 
it is more life group driven and more of the discipleship driven uh, in, in that realm. And then mine is more of the vision and like big picture, like events and like that sort of thing. Like, so it's just that clear communication, I think, to your leaders, to your parents, um, to, to your church. I, I think it's important. Um, and just to kind of throw throw this out there, because I'm in a sense kind of proud of it. Uh, we were able to add value to Taylor uh, because Taylor was part time and Taylor was working his, I mean, he, he, he was working his butt off, yeah, he's right. Excellent. As a student pastor do as student pastor, they, they do that. Right. And so take 29 hours from the Niceville campus and give that to him and make him full time. So now we've added value to a staff member who was part time. And it's just like, yeah, it does wonders. I think for, for your staff and for your organization and all that good stuff, but uh, communication is huge. Um, within and without, like outside of the organization. And, and Chase, what do you what do you see as you've identified that as a problem? Um, how are you working through that? Or or what were some of the indicators that you know other than the hard work that you saw, um, you know, people putting in just just within that that you uncovered to say, I think we have a communication problem, and I don't want that to be our problem. We're going to fix that. Yeah, I think it was just the the questions that were raised um, and that are being raised of like, okay, who's in charge? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, That's it's good. like, yeah. well, we both are, um, but here here's the areas. And so I think with time, it's going to work itself out. But I think we have to really like be in front of it um, and make it known. And so, you- yeah, I there's another thing that kind of has come up over the past couple weeks too. Um, Blue Water Bay was smaller. And so a lot of students who wanted that small environment, more personal environment, um, we were com- we were kind of coming on their turf, right? And so we really have to elevate the, the, we have life groups. So they meet outside of the night. And so we really have to elevate life groups and say, hey, if you want personal community, if you want to grow spiritually, like you got to join a life group. Like yeah. that's where you're going to feel really connected um to a leader and just how you make it personal and what what do um life groups look like for you guys uh in your setting yeah uh so over the past six months um i've i've been in like with other churches you do it different ways right so sometimes you you meet right after service sometimes you um meet during the week um you know, you have multiple ways of doing it. One of the things that I've been really convicted by over the past at least six months being here, they had a life group model. So they, they had a breakout group model, okay, which was like they meet after. Yeah. So after right post message. Breakout groups. Yes. Okay. And then you had a life group. So you had two. Okay. So, Define life group for me because so li- life group is a, a group of eight to 10 guys. Or, or girls, and they're walking with a leader throughout the week, and it's just more discipleship driven outside of the message night. Got it. Do okay, they still so meet just, during the week, or is it more one-on-one discipleship? But these are your people. Like those are your people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's not your breakout group. So it's a totally different group. So there were two groups going, 
Um, but here's what I found. And this is, it was causing a cancer within our ministry. Students were just going to life group and not coming on a Sunday night. And so mm-hmm. what would happen is we would have leaders who were not connected to our Sunday night experience service, and they would just lead a life group. And those kids would just go to life group. Those students would go to life group. But then we had some students who would come to service and just go to breakout group and never join a life group. And it was just like we were, we were fighting against each other. So I, I was like, what do we do? You know, you can do it either way. But here's what I here's my thinking in this. And we're just going to really like go down this road and give it a shot. Um, one, just because I feel super convicted by it. But when you when you think about a graduating senior, right? They're they're like basically path to church is they go to church after like when they're in college, they go to a church, they go to service and they leave. And the pastor stands up there most of the time and says, Hey, if you want to grow in your faith, join a join a join a small group. Um, like that's where you find spiritual growth. And so I feel like in high school, we're enabling students like if we have breakout groups after service and we're saying, Hey, you have to go to group. Like this is a part of what you do rather than saying, Hey, if you want to grow spiritually, you got to join a life group. Right. And that's just the communication that we're just going to roll with for the future because we feel like that's going to set them up better after high school, because they're going to understand if I want to grow spiritually, I got to go get it. Um, I got to own it. And so it's just kind of like that tough love of just saying, Hey, like, this is the real world. Um, this is kind of how we're we're going to work with it. So it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? <laughs> no, I love it. I think what you guys are doing is, again, what we already talked about is you guys are contextualizing things um, for for what's going to be best for, for your students. And so um, I know that, that Kim had uh, fired off that question in regards to um, you talking about a like improving communication and so on and so forth. Uh, what would, uh, what are your meeting rhythms looking like? Uh, how are you communicating uh, as a staff across these campuses? How are you guys figuring out some of these problems that you've shared and uh, things that you've identified? How are you as a team coming together uh, to, to kind of work on those? Yeah, so um, one of the things that we're, we're kind of, that's something we're working towards, Joe. I, I think that, um, this church is like, it's, it's very unique. It's a hundred years old um, wow. and mm. it's still thriving um, and growing and multiplying, which is in- incredible. But with age, I think there comes a lot of just kind of like, you, you, you kind of still live in that small church world a little bit, but I mean, we're, we're 5,000 strong multi-site, right? Uh, the, the rhythms and the structure of at least student ministry have not caught up, I think, to the organization as a whole. And so one of the big things that we're doing, um, and this is kind of one of the first times this has happened, is, is July 15th, we're getting all of our student pastors together and we're, we're planning out the calendar year. We're going through um, just a, a teaching calendar. We're, we're doing all of that stuff to help us get aligned um, especially in in heart and and just where God is leading us, and so 
that's one of the ways. Uh, other ways is just constant communication. I mean, group text is simple as simple as that is. Um, series alignment, um, th- things of that nature of just really trying to be for Crosspoint students and not just for your campus. Um, I think that's just a heartbeat that we want to carry. Uh, you want to be your own campus, but you're still Crosspoint students. And so um, just having that that same heartbeat and um, kind of working uh, together, I mean, as much as possible. So. Mm. And we all know communication is always a process that always is improving, right? Yes. Wow, Kim, that was such a central answer. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> let, let me add. Let me add something to that because it just kind of popped in my mind. Um, one of the unique things I think about where we're at is that the Niceville campus, which is kind of the mothership, like I said, they have like really led all of the events, right? Mm. So it's the Niceville staff who kind of puts everything on and make it make they make everything happen and um with the help of of some of the campus leads but like the the grunt of the work like we carry it so every like winter winter weekend uh for middle school high school like that's on us um we're we're really carrying that out uh with the we do a uh, missions, uh, mission, it's called Mission Northwest, and that's kind of our summer camp. We actually serve our community, uh, and we have students stay on campus for a week um, rather than actually like going somewhere or something like that. So that's that's definitely new to me. Never never done that before, but this year was amazing. Um, and so, yeah, we, we just kind of carry some of that. And so the collaborative like environment and you know, when you talk about alignment, like we want to get those other campuses involved because I think it really creates ownership with the event too. And it lessens the load on like my direct staff at Niceville. Yeah. Uh, They're not burnt out. And then they have to go back into a week and just their toast, you know, and still do weekly programming. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Chase, you've seen a little bit of the country. You've, um, you mentioned you've been out in Arizona, correct? And, you know, so yeah. more of like the desert, right? Hot, yeah. dry yeah. heat. Um, but it's now so you're hot. in Florida and there are beaches. Um, so what does ministry look like in more of a beach town? Or how do you capitalize and contextualize ministry within that to create unique opportunities? What have you seen work or what have what even like obstacles have you uh, overcome or had to face? Yeah, we, we ask out of just so uh, we want to live vicariously through you. Please. Yes. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Where it's cold and the beaches as are you not guys, nice. <laughs> as you got like so like before this, I was in in, in northeast Atlanta, right? So you, you got fast paced traffic, like people going 150 miles Ooh, an hour. Yeah. And it's just like constant go, like hustle, all that stuff. You get down to Niceville, Florida, and you're 15 minutes away from the ocean, and it's like good vibes, good coffee, <laughs> and like I don't even have a watch on. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like, sounds wonderful. So, yeah, it's it's one of those. It's it's very different, um, and I had to kind of slow myself down because I'm I'm wired to be a very high capacity guy, very fast paced. Um, but honestly, like. I think this was more than just like, um, you know, a ministry move. It was a soul move. Mm. Um, and I, 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 I'm really, I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I really am. And so one of the things that we've really capitalized on over the past um, six months, and it kind of organically happened because 
I just sense some like disunity and some uh, just not really healthy culture within our students. And, and we just kind of like my big thing too in the past has been family. Uh, I grew up in a broken home when I was nine years old. My parents split. Like I, I never really had like a true. Uh, my, my family is great, but like that sense of family, like people love me, cared for me, like were for me. And it was just like a safe place. Like sure. uh, that, that was formative for me. And so this whole family thing of just like, man, we want to be a family. We want to be people that's with each other, for each other. Um, and I, I love a picture of a circle, right? Because it, it brings us to, it connects us. Um, and it just, this student ministry felt so disconnected. Um, and we just started in a circle. There was like 45, 50 people, um, in the circle to begin with. Hmm. And, uh, we, we kind of deemed it worship in the round hmm. and it was just, it was more strategic, uh, from a heart level than it was like a critical mass level. It was just like saying, Hey, look, like, if if you don't feel like you can worship, let some when you look at somebody else, let them carry you to be able to worship. You know, like because I think we feed feed off each other's faith sometimes. Absolutely. Um, if and so it's like when you see people uh, in surrender, like man, I I think I can do that. You know, I or I, I want that, and so it just kind of it helped with this. Like we're gonna we're gonna strip everything back. Um, not really do games, not really uh, do anything like crazy fun, like blow your mind. We're just going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and lean mm -hmm. in. And that's literally what we've been doing for the past six months. And um, God has just like, he's, just be, he's been with us and, and it's been so cool. Um, and students have like fallen in love with this, like strip back, um, like not necessarily chaotic, like minute, like ministry style, specifically high school. Um, and it's like, we come, we pray and we ask God to move and we worship and we hear his truth and we talk about it. And then we just hang out. And so um, it's just, it's been this whole thing of just like, we just want to create space. And I think that leads to more than just um, what we're doing. But I think, these students, like, I mean, you look at the world they live in, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, always connected. Do what? It's wild, man. It is wild. You're always connected. There's always chaos. Um, and there's all these voices in our minds and things that we're going, you know, have in our heads. And uh, if we were just create space and allow God to speak to us, um, things change. And we've seen this kind of like come to the, to the, to the climax of like, man, this is really like working, you know? Um, it was at Michigan Northwest. It was on a Wednesday night uh, with our big summer serve thing. And we literally had a time of solitude and prayer for 15 to 20 minutes. And we did this thing, listening prayer and um, felt the Holy spirit prompt on Wednesday night at the end. Uh, didn't really, I didn't speak. I didn't give a message. We just sat, in silence and prayer and then um gave a simple like gospel presentation of just saying hey like you could just tell the, just the holy spirit it. was pal yeah it was palpable like um and 16 students responded to jesus that night amen. because wow. they were amen 
they were listening. They were just, they made room for God to speak to them and the Holy Spirit to move. And it like radically rocked. I mean, just, it was crazy. It was like unexplainable, like for real. That's awesome, dude. That's sweet. I love, I love, I love hearing that, man. Chase, we, we just love, love your heart. And it's a, it's was a blessing for Kim and I to personally meet you this, this past March and, uh, EJ, yeah, for, for years before that. And, uh, even like you said, it'd be cool if we were all closer together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we just yeah. have that, that, that same heart for, Don't for worry, the Chase, Lord. We'll and come down to Florida anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, that's nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where, that's where most of mission goes to retire. So <laughs> that's where we snowbird. <laughs> Um, dude, before we close, you have any any questions for us or anything else that you uh, want to share or discuss before we wrap up things here today? Yeah, I would. I I just curious, like on that last thought. Um, you know, as next generation leaders, like leading a world, leading students, leading this generation that is so connected, like, and so, I don't know. Um, nothing impresses them anymore, right? Like. Mm-hmm whatever we do in student ministry or, or, or whatever, it, it just like, I don't know. I, I think that we've went, at least what I've experienced, went through a season of, of ministry where we've, we've tried to impress the socks off of them uh, to come through the doors. And yet I just think that season is fading. Like, and so what is next? Like, what is, what is that thing that like, could, could draw them in? Is it the authenticity side of things? It, is it the rawness of things? It, is it the simplicity of things? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think that's just like what I'm thinking through uh, as a leader. Um, and yeah, not that those things are wrong or bad. I, I just think that, you know, no. as this world continues to go, it's, it's interesting to me. Well, I think it is. It's, it's actually interesting uh, as you share that because uh, we, you know, for our listeners, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll peel back the, the magic curtain and let you guys know that when we record our episodes, we, uh, we do block recordings. So we kind of record all of yeah. them on one day. And, uh, we were talking earlier, uh, with Vince, uh, from Lifeway Church or Life Vince, Church. Yeah. Vince Parker. Uh, Vince Parker from Life Church. And he, he kind of shared even a similar sentiment. So it's kind of funny, just a couple mm-hmm. hours removed here and yeah. two guys who are, um, you know, faithfully following Jesus and doing student ministry for years uh kind of sharing that same that same heart of hey you know this has got to got to change and even personally for myself i've shared it, this sentiment with my team that there's just some things that we have done for a while that had merit and they may have merit again one day i just don't know yeah. if they have merit here now in our context yeah, and uh, our our day and age and or this season and so it really does cause you to think hey what what is the church offer that the rest of the world and culture can't and i i think that's such a simple maybe even cliche or pithy statement that you could say that at any point in uh uh, any generation and be like, oh, that's a good question. But we can lose focus of that at times because it's like, like you said, man, we got to do these things to bring these kids in. And Vince made some great comparisons over like what students already have access to. They, they, we can't, we can't outdo a lot of things that they have access to when it comes to entertainment or fun or, or anything like that. But what the church has and has always had is relationship with one another that has been designed for us to have by God and that that community that that 
is so much different. I share with our students like, hey, we're our we're a community here, we're a family here, uh, and we're not perfect. There's going to be tension. We're going to get mad at each other. We're not going to like each other. We're going to gossip. We're going to hurt each other. The difference yeah. here than anywhere else is that we look to handle that stuff differently. So when that happens. We handle our we handle our drama differently. We handle our hurt differently. We handle it in a yeah. way that's loving and kind and uh, reduces anxiety, not increases it. That looks to right. to live in peace with one another, not in fear. And so, dude, I I love. I love that what you just shared. It just kind of affirms, I think, what we've heard today and what God's been doing in our own hearts as well. So I think there's just this overwhelm that students have. Yeah. And what whatever we can do with the overwhelm in their life and then bring them back to center all of that overwhelm as well as um, just who they are in Christ, in the community that we have, that belonging um, there is just something that, you know, you can see the students when they, they drop their shoulders and that's like, yeah, oh, the burden. their posture changes, their face or little expression. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, Chase, it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty cool to even see as you're talking about, um, that setting that you guys created, that posture, how you yeah. posture yourself mm-hmm. and just how I'm sure, uh, that carries and um, that's gone in. What an awesome change um, to to see. I think that um, there's stuff that Chase, uh, the three of us and you could sit around up north a campfire or down there with our toes in the sand um, for hours and hours and talk about. And um, I'm sure other people would love to talk to you as well in the context of that. Um, Before we wrap up, Chase, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Yeah. Um, I I think social media is a big one. Awesome. Uh, Chase Chase underscore Depew, D-E-P-E-W. Okay. And then I also have a website, uh, www.chasedepew.com. So, awesome. Um, you, can, you can go there, uh, do an inquiry, whatever, um, or um, my phone number. Okay. Um, I, can give you, I can give you that. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah if you I want to. Yeah. Go for it. Put it on the interwebs, right. bro. Go. <laughs> EJ, EJ, you better write it down. Okay, here we go. 480-622-2249. Yep. Yeah, you got a lot of twos. Four twos in a row. That's right. hey, a lot of <laughs> a lot of twos, but it all adds up to being a ten. Wow. That's right. Whoa. And then uh email too. Yeah. Um C at crosspoint.church. Awesome. Chase, I, I just um so valued um to count you as a friend and I know Joe and Kim feel the same way. Um, we're thankful to see what God is doing through you and in you as you're ministering down in Florida. And I know that uh, the greater multi-site student ministry community, um, as they continue to get to know you, will feel uh, the same. This is one of those guys out there, everybody, that is making waves in this space and you want to be connected to. So reach out to him if there's anything that we can do to continue to uh, be a blessing to you to uh, maybe process or talk through some of the things that we mentioned today about uh, either stripping things back or leaning in um, with students or some of the things uh, that Chase mentioned today, uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Would you also do us um, a a great favor? Would you pay it forward? And by doing that, would you like, uh, would you comment? Would you uh, review the podcast? And um, just give us an opportunity to get better and grow alongside of you as we do this thing called multi-multi. We're so thankful for you. God loves you. And we love you too.